The History Man with Terry Kringle. Hello. Life changed dramatically for the people of the Isle of Man soon after Thursday, May the 1st, 1873. Up until then, if they wanted to go anywhere in the island, they went on horseback or in a horse and carriage, if they had the money. If they didn't, which was most of them, they walked, or just stayed put and didn't go anywhere. But after May the 1st, they were introduced to the island's first public transport system, steam trains. In the first place, it was estimated that it would cost £200,000 to build a railway system linking all the island's main towns and villages. Local fundraising efforts were not successful, and it was decided to get financial investment from outside the island. This was immediately successful. The Duke of Sutherland and three Westminster MPs, who were directors of the London and North Western Railway, were willing to invest, and work started on constructing lines from Douglas to Peel and Port Erin, and the Peel line was soon judged ready for the first trial run. In fact, it wasn't ready at all. But make-do-and-mend work went on all night, and everything was ready for the morning of May the 1st. The train left on time with a newly acquired engine called Sutherland, after His Grace the Duke, a coach with a party of local VIPs on board, and luckily, as things turned out, an empty wagon. It was something of a stop-start journey. The engine speed was sometimes forced down to walking pace, then it would get in bursts of up to twenty miles an hour. What was a positive outcome was that advance warnings by farmers that cows and horses in fields alongside the line would be spooked into stampede mode were not realised. The animals were unperturbed. But there were other problems. When the train reached St. John's, the passenger coach was found to have a damaged axle and had to be shunted away into a siding, which obliged the VIPs to get out and climb into the open-air discomfort of the empty wagon which had been brought along. By now it was seen as too late to complete the whole journey to Peel. It was back to Douglas, as fast as possible. This was because the Duke of Sutherland himself was on the boat heading for Douglas, and he wanted to make the trip to Peel, so when he got off the boat, he climbed aboard the engine and set off on the footplate along with the driver. But there was still more low comedy to come. All went swimmingly until the train reached Glenfaber Bridge, where the engine partly derailed itself, and it took twenty minutes to get it back on the rails. But the train finally got to its destination, late in what had been a pretty tough day for all concerned. And even then there was trouble. At Peel Station the engine ran into a pile of ballast, uh, fortunately without causing serious damage. This, however, was the end of the teething troubles. We now move on to more orderly times. The official opening run from Douglas to Peel was scheduled for July the 1st, 1873, and this time it all went according to plan. The Duke of Sutherland was over again, and he was accompanied by a large party of important personages from on and off the island. They travelled in luxuriously appointed coaches, and huge crowds saw them off from Douglas. There were more crowds of people out in the country, cheering the train on its merry way. The occasion was enhanced by a brass band which joined the train in an open wagon, and played with unbounded enthusiasm all the way to Peel. 
The Manx people took to rail travel with a will. In the first five weeks, fare income was £1,735, a great deal more than expected, and it increased steadily after that for years.